rumors are in fact true, everybody. We're back with another week of I Now Pronounce You Mom and Dad podcast. Oh, with please. yours truly. All right. So we did about three minutes of intro before I realized Amanda's microphone wasn't recording at all. And I thought it was pretty good stuff. I thought it was solid. And he tried to have me recreate it and it just couldn't. Mm-hmm. It didn't. I don't work that way. I'm sorry. She just she's not cut out for the stage. So Is it recording now though? Yeah, everything's going now. Um, unfortunately, this is a second take. But look, luckily we didn't get too far down the road because I honestly don't look at this screen once I hit record. Woo-hoo. So we dodged a professionals uh, a bullet there. But like I said, we're back and we're ready to go. And it's been a bit, hasn't it? It's been a little I mean, bit. Some time has passed. If I. I'm going to don't amass. remember what we talked about before, so yeah. What's been going on since the last episode, which is about two weeks. And look. Many things. We take a break here. We, we're hoping that absence will make the heart grow fonder, but it also might just it make you your heart continue to live your life without ever caring if we come back again. And we are mm-hmm. taking a risk there. It's calculated, and I don't think it's paid off yet. Let's get to the topic at hand. And hand is the topic. Wow. We have numb fingers. Yeah, baby. Well, it's my finger. It's my pinky. And I have a freckle there. And my dermatologist wanted to take a biopsy of it. I'm sure it's nothing, but he numbed it like three times. And instantly I couldn't feel my entire pinky. And it's just a, it was a tiny little freckle. In the crack. The ditch. The ditch of like where the finger connects to the palm, right? I would say so. Not yeah. palm or palm, hand, That's whatever. Right. Anyways, uh, he numbed it up a lot. And my f- my whole entire finger was numb f- well until the next day. <laughs> I don't think that that's normal. It's a little overkill, I would say. It was very much overkill, and it drove me insane because I just, I've had other uh, moles removed and stuff, but they're on parts of my body where if it's numb, you wouldn't really feel it. You wouldn't think any, think anything wouldn't of it. It wouldn't bother you, yeah. right? But on my on my finger, it was driving me insane well yes in the hand that you got to use that to do everything plus you're right-handed like every other i am thank you um but you also have a numb finger and it's is your finger still numb i got a story about a numb finger yes uh, it's still numb yeah it's about 50 percent numb i mm. hurt, had a work injury where i almost severed my finger <laughs> off and it got put back together but halfway through waiting in the this was like seven years ago more than that, I believe. I don't know. So I'm in the emergency room waiting to go in, and I'm noticing that um, my fingers, my finger hurts. <laughs> but I also feels like I got a Band-Aid wrapped around it. So I take the, hmm. uh, not a Band-Aid, a rubber band. So I take the, the bandage that I had around it off, and I'm noticing like it still feels like the, it, the circulation's cut off. Oof. And then they numb it, and they do the stitches and all that. Come three days later, the finger's still numb. So I have to call back and tell them that. And they say, oh, you must have severed the nerve. Fast forward to me here sitting here now with a a ring finger, my left-hand ring finger, with about 50% at best feeling. But now you have, like, scar tissue. Or what is that buildup in there? Well, let me get to it. Fuck. (laughs) Uh, So that finger's numb. I can't wear a ring on it because where where the nerve was severed, Turns out nerve endings will continue to grow, and they told me that they might reconnect and you might get feeling back, but if they don't, they'll just continue to grow. So now there's like a big ball under my under the skin on my finger where mm-hmm. the nerve endings just continue to grow and tangle. So I could go get surgery and have it like fixed, and I don't know. Bada bing, bada boom, but I've lost why interest. Do that? I know you have. So yeah, we're dealing with some numb fingers, and let me get back to why we take a long break. Um, it's actually, I had to come to terms with the fact that it's not really hard to make a podcast. The episode, it takes an hour to record. It takes like an hour and a half, two hours to edit, but we suck. <laughs> doing a podcast with your partner is hard. Whoa. Okay. The thing is we have conversations all every day 
And most of the stuff, most of the conversations we would have here, we end up having on like a Tuesday evening. I can't tell you how many times I go to talk to him about something and he says, wait, save it for the podcast. That's recently because I'm like, realizing. okay, I can't be talking to you anymore. Because I'm then. realizing the fact that kill, we live kill, together, kill. we share our life together. We do. That we are having every conversation we would have here on a random weeknight. And then we kind of waste it. And we try, sometimes we'll try to come back to it and it's ruined because we've already had our passionate take on the thing and so, so that's why it kind of takes time to accumulate stories <laughs> but we're doing it yeah. we're doing it well hold on i took some notes on my phone to speak of things and um going back over them i don't understand it i put and that's my hell right i put kim and kanye divorcing and then i put wanda vision <laughs> Truly confused about that. Wow. I have no, that's really specific. So I'm, I have no idea. You're saying the two are connected? Yeah, it's in the same sentence. It's Kim and Kanye divorcing, period. Then it says WandaVision. (laughs) What does that mean? Does anybody know what that would mean? Because I don't. Have you even been keeping up on WandaVision? Has anybody? Well,. I want to be, but I want to watch all the Marvel movies beforehand, and it's really hard. For that me. is a large. It order. is an undertaking, <laughs> yeah, and it's very, very task. hard for me because I um my attention to anything is just so terrible. I. Ugh. But are you wanting to watch them because you are intrigued by them? You enjoy them, or are you just wanting to get through them so that you can be? Like, say you saw them like the rest of the world. No, I, I really want to watch them and see what they are and see if I'll like them. Oh, so you're not sure if you like them. Do you like Marvel stuff in general? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, yeah. Somebody don't know they move. Well, then, um, <laughs> just trying out <laughs> things. I'm bad at it. Yeah. And I think that's what makes it so good. Sure. Anyway, uh, Kim and Kanye divorced. Uh, who who could have saw it coming? Uh, you're going to want to sit down for this one. It's true. Apparently, they're toxic together. But they were also perfect for each other because they were the only two people in the world who loved themselves as much as those two loved themselves. Right. So the shameless, like, I guess, narcissism uh, that both of them... Look, they got out... They got out what they needed out of the relationship, and they're done. That's it. They can't milk it anymore, well, whatever they were doing with each other. As far as careers go. Yeah, they didn't really need each other either. They were both at the top of their thing. But I, well, th- I think I think they both really helped each other with their careers. So I guess. I mean, it kind of helped to drive him further into the Well, abyss. he got into all of the fashion shit. Well, he was more, into that before. Even more, but I think a lot of... What they were into, he was spinning off of that and vice versa. I don't know. Take it for what you will. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was going to try to make a point, and I don't know. We might need to leave it at that. (laughs) The point I wanted to make was... Top that. No, you just can't. The point I wanted to make, though, which, of course, won't top that, but it might come in a, a, a late second. Um, and that's not a saying, so ignore that. that. Back. I'm you can't. I've got to keep moving forward. Uh, okay. Don't look back in anger. I'm not. What I was trying to say was no one else would allow their partner to get away with that much like self-absorption <laughs> or self-obsession, you know? But those two people... It, they see it as a virtue to be so in love and obsessed with themselves. Yeah. So it's like they were the only two people that would allow the other to be so much of a goddamn narcissist. Uh, I think we're ending this one. Moving on. <laughs> we got to change the subject. Okay, so this week. Recently, um, we've been watching movies on our big screen every weekend. Is the that projector to speak is still about? a the hit. projector. Sure, it's called a big screen. We took Blake to get a haircut. Did we not? Well, yes. I've already forgotten about it. Breaking no. news: She's got a pixie. She's got a pixie cut, and she loves it. Oh, she's free as a bird. She's always talks about wanting to cut her hair short, and mm-hmm. we've 
we've cut it semi short before, but she was getting more and more frustrated, mm-hmm. more and more upset about it. And then she had a bad day one day. What a day she had. She puked twice in the car. Yeah. Took a nap. When we woke up from when she woke up from the nap, I came home and she started talking about how what did she say? She just kept like grabbing her hair and trying to make it short on top and saying I think because she knew she like kind of puked in her hair. Yeah, and she hates her long hair anyway. It's really thick and heavy. She hated it. And she said, How come only boys can do this? And she put her hair up short. And I said, That's not true. Anybody can cut their hair like that. And she said, I want to, so I Googled Pixie Cut. Showed her the pick, and she said, yes, just like that. Chop top. Chop shop. Yabbity. And now we talk shop. And she loves it. She Um, loved it. I did nothing. Actually, that's not true. I. (laughs) You met us there. Well, yeah, I was there, of course. (laughs) Well, you were at work, so. I finally got my fourth poster in the mail. I don't know if you remember me talking a few episodes back, which could have been months ago now. They don't, but why don't you remind him? He I loves got some posters. posters with some Christmas gift cards, and I finally got one in, and uh, I went and got frames for them, and I hung them on the wall. And if you want to talk about um, something else, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you want to talk about the least fulfilling, most anticlimactic. <laughs> I'm that way about everything, though. Like, yeah, he, as soon as I do something, I'm like, well, that didn't do it. That made everything me feel is always zero. like, that sucks. <laughs> but that just didn't, sucked. Did not pay off. Too much time went by. So now I have my posters up, and uh, turns out I still didn't write those movies. <laughs> so, but <laughs> hey, I did do a little bit of will. work on some writing crap. That's not important here. You guys want to know what Amanda's been doing? Not a damn thing. She's been derailing every topic she's been. I uh, am so sorry about that. I have not been doing anything and... Uh, insubordinate's what she is. I'm just a little sorebordinate. But what do you think <laughs> when I was saying about um, doing this with your significant other, which would be me if you're not aware? Doing it with you is... Doing this. Doing this with you... Well, yeah, it makes it hard because we already are talking about things and then we forget them or you can't recreate the conversation. So it's just kind of like. (laughs) 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 No, 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 no. I can't let you get away with that. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Oh wow! I I came here. You what? To deliver. <laughs> In this very spot. All right. So I do remember something from last. You can't be serious. Okay. <laughs> this whole episode is just gonna be <laughs> wheezing like. And it should be. Miss Weeza from my favorite it, movie, Weezer. Steel Magnolias. Weeza. If you or anyone you know <laughs> is suffering from dementia, seek help. I that will do the is same. rude. So I'm listen, right now. I do remember something from last time. Go ahead. Talking about mall kids. Yes. Were you a mall kid? I don't know what that means. Like, did, you, did I go to the mall? With yeah. My were friends? you hanging around the mall? What was your from? What was your relationship with mall? Um, my relationship with mall. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it, but let's talk about the movie Ma. Then. <laughs> Terrible movie. Um, but mall. <laughs> this is impressive. <laughs> Help me. Mall, you know, you just went there if you needed something. <laughs> I didn't really go there and hang out with anybody. I think the only person I really went to the mall with was an old friend in high school. And it's kind of like, whatever, you know. Well, I will admit, I don't remember where I was going with this when I brought <laughs> it up last time. <laughs> the first time I brought it up, last episode, I 
had something I wanted to say about it, but now I don't remember. But I can tell you what my experience with it was. Let's hear was it. that there was no mall to go to when I was a kid. So, I mean, unless you wanted to drive like 40 minutes. So the few times, if you wanted to see a movie, you had to go to the mall, which was like 40 minutes away. So when you did get to go, it was like you put on your best outfit and you're going to be there for the day. And it was like the first time you ever get to um, experience the outside world. And it was glorious. And I almost never got to go. Went very few times. But when we did, I was like, I never want to leave. Stay in the arcade the whole time, even when I didn't have any money. Wow. And uh, it was great. But uh, I, I was thinking about that. The one thing that topped that as a kid was a high school football game. Really? That was like where you got on your coolest outfit possible and you went to the game and then you just walked back and forth in front of the bleachers the whole time. What was the coolest outfit? Uh, something terrible. Some uh, some sort of like collared argyle mm. polo with Yeesh. a pair of uh, baggy jeans. Baggy capris. And it felt like the possibilities were endless. And now that I'm saying them now, it's really bad. Bad in that it is boring and not interesting to hear someone talk about. So, moving on. You brought something up a while back that I can I did. 100% agreed Thank with. You. <laughs> so, masks. We're all wearing them. Hopefully, you're wearing it. Not if you're in Texas. And Damn. We're all wearing the masks, okay? And um, masks, as you pointed out, and I agreed with because I'd had the same idea. Same idea? Same thought. Hello? Masks are creating an unrealistic beauty standard. Are they not? No, they're not. I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm joking. Yes, they are. Can I give you an example? Take it away. Thank you. Um... If you have been listening, I go to PT because of my back. I'm hurting. Anyways, I go in the morning, same day, so I see the same people. And this guy that helps me. And he's wearing a mask, obviously. We're all wearing masks. I saw a picture of him on their wall recently. And it is probably the opposite of what I thought he looked like. As opposite as you could have imagined? <clears throat> pretty freaking opposite and uh then i felt bad for thinking that he looked the opposite of what i thought you know you know what i mean you know what i'm saying saying. (laughs) he had a he looked like a normal person but how he looked in in the picture (laughs) he had a well okay (laughs) let me tell you what i think you're trying to say may i uh, the Let part me of the f- stop talking here. <laughs> the part okay, so the the part of the face that the mask is covering, you have to fill in. That's with your the imagination. main part of the face. Yes, and you have to fill that in with your imagination. Am right. I wrong? No, you're not and, wrong. And uh, unfortunately, we are filling it in. Our imagination fills it in with a perfectly symmetrical face. Exactly. <laughs> and sometimes when the mask comes off, it is just not so. <laughs> That's what you're trying to say. Is that unfortunately, when you cover it, we've got to fill and in the I, blanks. And it's not in a, I'm, it's not in a bad way. It's just like a, I didn't think that you looked that way. Not that the way that you look is bad. It's just what I pictured in my head mm-hmm. for the last few weeks. I wasn't picturing the face that you have. Help okay. me! I, I, yes, you're being very <laughs> polite about it. But um, I still think it's what I said. Is that we fill it in with the perfect. He, he actually <laughs> has a very small mouth okay it's gonna say you went that far as to what i'm just here in my head i pictured yes like you said everything is symmetrical and but people don't have those faces normally you know unless you're a movie star probably well yeah i was gonna say i can say these things because i'm sure i'm letting a lot of people down when mine comes off same and i i was talking about my underwear same. Um, so, yeah, it just threw me for a loop. And also, same with the girls that work there. I ha- pictured, by going off of their voice, going off of, like, what they wear, like, weird things, I just, like, calculated, okay, this is what probably the rest of your face looks like. 
No, sure. didn't, doesn't. Yeah, you can get um, surprised and uh, shocked. It's you know Not at least shocked. at least people who have like nice looking eyes still can. Uh, You're married. I said people who. She said people who. But as for me and myself, <laughs> um, I have what I like to call ass eyes, where you that your eyes kind of look like a butthole. No, um, they're... and that's just from lack of sleep for the last ten years, and um, that's rude. A plethora I think you have of nice other health eyes. issues. So there's a nice purple rim around the edge, and uh, they're really bulging, like there might be a thyroid issue there. So if that's all I'm presenting to the world, I apologize to everyone who crosses my path. And I don't scene. think that way. Now, these Gaga dogs. Thank God they're all right. Well, and apparently when a person gets shot in the chest, it's a side note if the dogs belong to a celebrity. If uh, you haven't heard, which by the time this comes out, I'm sure you have, uh, Lady Gaga's dogs were kidnapped. Um, and they, from her dog walker, are you kidding me? <laughs> from her dog walker, and the dog walker was actually shot four times in the chest. And when this story came out, it was pretty aggravating because they centered the dogs in yeah. the story. The dog, the, the that, that's going to be it for me. Um, <laughs> the story was completely centered around the fact that these centered. two dogs were kidnapped. <laughs> and then as a footnote at the end, it was like, oh, by the way, the uh, dog walker was shot four times in the chest. But the, I think the story here is the missing dogs, to which I say... If a human person has been shot four times, that's 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 the issue. That's the and story. And the side note should be also the dogs were taken. Right. But this shows you how much we love fame and celebrity. Exactly. And look, I'm just as guilty of it. Uh, but if the dogs belong to a celebrity, they automatically take precedent over a possibly dying human it's wild that it was shot four times in the chest. And, and now they're saying that apparently that they knew there was Lady Gaga's dogs and Dog oh. Walker, and that's why they did it. But she, first of all, put up a $500,000 reward for the dogs, to which I said, hey, how about a, a $500,000 reward for the people who shot my friend? Not for them. Who attempted to murder my friend. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. For any information. Right, exactly. But the reward was for bringing the dogs back. And it's like, what about your buddy laying up in the hospital? Oh, Buddy laying up in the hospital needs that check, too. He's going to be fine. You guys are not focusing on the right thing here. Not to say fuck these dogs, but... It was very glossed over, like, he's going to make a full recovery. But the dogs were, it's like... He was always a footnote at the end of the story. The recovery, yeah, he's going to make a full recovery, but he got shot four times in the chest. Like, Jesus, that guy's going to have to go through so much the next year to try to feel... He won't... Oh, I know. But the the thing is, somebody tried to kill a person. Right. To, to, to steal their dogs and all the focus was on hey these dogs are missing we gotta get these dogs back which yeah you probably want to get the dogs back but that's not the worst tragedy or travesty that happened there it's just this person was attempted to be killed right and then they also said five hundred thousand dollar reward no questions asked uh about the dogs though yeah, like for, they, they, for the for the for who kidnapped the dogs. They like, emphasize no because it's the dogs, yes. not because of. But what I'm saying is, right. they're saying bring the dogs back. We'll give you the money, no questions asked. But what about the attempted murder? Yeah, like you don't. Yeah, wanna... let's ask some questions. Yeah, like let's <laughs> let's get justice for this guy. And it was just, and but that also that shows how crazy people are about fame that they would attempt to kill a guy just to kidnap that famous person's dogs. Because in my at first I didn't think about that angle, because I th- assumed they it was just a random, whatever. But apparently they're saying they went after knowing it was intentional. Like they knew who this was and they knew who the dogs belonged to. So, uh, so I want to know what happened. Like, did they come forward details. and then they get money? Oh, I, I I honestly don't know. 
but or maybe you have to say no questions asked so that they will do it and then obviously you just turn right around and go follow those guys back home i don't would know you? who knows um it's nebulous so i'm not sure it truly is and um if you ask me it's a perfect time to move on it's kind of out of order but going along with the masks and COVID and everything in the beginning with quarantine when and everything. The, okay. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. What were we going to say? Okay. <laughs> so it went, <laughs> it went on, <laughs> went on for a few months and then people got real stir crazy and it became a thing, you know, like memes and whatever. But then also people were actually saying they couldn't stand to be home anymore and they wanted to get out. And then that kind of subsided and we realized like, okay, we're, we're hunkering down for the long haul. But I've been noticing or seeing or hearing whatever you want to say um, that a lot of people are kind of like getting real stir crazy, real restless. And people reporting that like they're deeply depressed because like they have they've lost their I mean, it's still a privileged position. Don't get me wrong, but they're still like I've lost my sense of identity, my sense of self. My whole life was like what I did, my social life. And anyway, people dealing with minor to severe like you know mental health stuff and feeling depressed and feeling like just i do know that the suicide rates have like gone up 400 percent or something it's very that's bad and then just people in general i'm hearing that like they're just blah and they're just hating that like Mm -hmm. i'm just hearing a lot of people saying i i i so badly miss my old life like going out to dinners and going to concerts and going trips with my friends and doing all these social things which is I, I think it's a selfish, stupid feeling, but I was still thinking like hearing these stories makes me, it's just reminding me how like not a part of this world I am. Cause like I've, I can't relate to those feelings whatsoever. Like I don't, there's nothing I did or wanted to do that I can't do now that I'm missing out on. And I've actually felt more connected to sort of society or it's felt, I mean, despite all the division that there is with the pandemic and COVID specifically, it's been more of a like, oh, I don't feel so alone in the world because everybody I know is, for the most part, everybody's doing the same thing. We're all experiencing the same thing. For the, I'm not the only one who's got my experiences for the first time. So it's almost a weird thing in my head. Not that I don't want COVID to end, but like when the, when the pandemic and the quarantine and all that stuff really does go away in a couple of years, it will feel like weird to me. Like, Oh, I, I kind of almost miss that time despite not all the negative stuff, but the fact that it's like, we were all kind of forced to live the lifestyle that I have already always lived and mm-hmm. felt so detached from everything because of. Yeah. So now it feels like, Oh great. Everyone's at the party of like, stay home and watch movies. Mm-hmm. That's going to end. And then everyone's going to go like, all right, see ya and leave. And then I'm, it's going to be me again. Just like, Oh, I guess I can't go do all that stuff that you guys do because I'm too screwed up socially. Well, We used to do things. <laughs> yes. The two of us. Yeah. I was still not like a social butterfly I would ever go to like, no. when we would go to dinner, it was always like, eat as fast as possible. Let's get out of here. This is uncomfortable. I never got that vibe from you. I got that from myself. Well, I'm very good at, <laughs> okay. So I'm very good at masking, masking that because <clears throat> I always had to mask that because I, to express those emotions or those. And I'm just very much like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> yeah. I'm just having to ex- mask that because expressing those things or you would just be considered like, uh, what's the word? Like, a nuisance or like, I don't know, a burden. It was like, even though I hate this, I have to pretend like I'm cool with it. Mm -hmm. And I just got used to doing that about it. So anyway, just my stupid rant about it. Well, I do miss things. I miss being able to go to the movies and going to dinner, but it's not like for social reasons, you know? Yeah. I mean, like I would like to do something with friends or something or I'm... you have friends. Sure. But I'm bummed out with, like, the kids not being able to do things. I think that's what's really, like, a bummer, you know? That's true, too. I mean, I would like for them to be back in school so they would have school, a social and life. Then, like, I don't want them to become like me, for sure. No, yeah. But I guess the, the point I was trying to make... Just I get to what end you're saying, it, yeah. Just 
it always felt like, oh, I'm missing out on everything because of whatever. And now I don't feel that anymore, but I know I will go back to feeling that when everything ends. That, okay, so everyone's out doing, like, cool stuff again, and I'm not able to. <laughs> no, no, yeah, I feel you. Do you? It is time for an unprepared game show segment. Cool. That is not a game as much as it is a man is going to ask a bunch of questions and we're going to both answer them on your marks. Wow. Get set. Um, okay. Um, I'll take the first one. What are you most afraid of in this world? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and that's the answer. Honestly, I'm <laughs> terrified as a kid. No, I, I wasn't. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> or I could um, ask a different one. Okay, wait. What's the question? Garbage. S- say it again. I okay. honestly wasn't. What three words would you use to describe that's us as a That's not the same question. <laughs> what was the first question? Okay, go what ahead. What are you most afraid of in this world? But Keep uh, it light. Okay, what's the next one? <laughs> what are three words you would use to describe us as a couple? Fun. Unique. Timeless. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, hilarious. I said fun, but... Gorgeous. Oh. <laughs> um, that's it. Smelly. Okay, that's <laughs> accurate. <laughs> I don't know. These are bullshit. If you could have a dinner party with anyone in the world as a guest, who would it be? Uh, you can have more than one. But you can't have Wait, more than... Wait, are these than... the New York Times questions? They're Spoiler questions. alert. <laughs> okay, um... That's a hard question because I would be so uncomfortable having someone over for dinner. I don't think I would God. want that. But who would I like to say I am <laughs> have a personal relationship with? Even harder to answer. No. The question is, as it stands, dinner party, and they're going to be coming. Okay? Okay. Um, my friend Steve... Do you mean like celebrity? It's anybody in the world. No offense to Steve, but I don't want to be literally anybody. Party. Okay, I'm saying I don't want to be at a dinner party with someone I don't know. The more, the more cool, okay, the more but, famous, the more uncomfortable. Okay. Suppose I wasn't a complete psychopath. Sure. Or, okay. or let's say the dinner was a great success and they became friends with you afterwards. Who would you want that to be? I can tell you, I would sabotage it somehow. But let's assume I wouldn't. Oh, God, these are so hard. Jake Gyllenhaal. I heard he was a jerk. Wait, hold on. Let me do. It. I heard he was a jerk. I'm sure he I was heard it to on whoever TikTok. he was a jerk to. A I've been a jerk to a, a lot waitress. Of people. I've been a jerk to. A, no, you never. Never a waitress. But um, so. Well, I'll ask him what the hell was that about. <laughs> okay. You can pick up to three. The guy who wrote the movie Arrival. Who's uh, that? Eric something. Heiserer. I don't know. Fine. Denny Villeneuve, the guy who directed it. Um, just to try to get in good. Um, these are terrible answers. Let me see if I can try to be cooler. LeBron James. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what about you? You have to answer it now. I'm not sure. That is <laughs> cruel and unusual punishment. Okay, um, we might be here for a while. Okay, maybe Daniel Radcliffe. Because he seems like he'd be a a good, mm-hmm. nice, normal guy. Probably also Haley Lou Richardson, probably. Seems mellow. Okay. Well, no, not mellow. But she but can bring uh, her, her boyfriend or whoever, her whatever fiance. they are, as well. Mm-hmm. Brett something. 
From Jane the Virgin. Uh, from Ravenwood. Okay. <laughs> and if you don't know what we're saying, uh, we don't know what we're saying either, so it works. Uh, let me think of one more. I'm letting Probably, you think of three. No. Oh, my God. Why did I not think of this sooner? Brendan Fraser. Fraser. Okay. She has an obsession that's with my Brendan one. Fraser. Um, that's your number one. Okay. The Good thing guy, about this guy. is when you admire somebody like that, if you get, they always say don't meet your heroes. So there's a chance no, everyone, you okay, can wait. ruin it. Because, okay, I'm Radcliffe my... is Harry Potter, but like when you meet him, no, you're not Harry Potter anymore. I'm, I'm, look, Brendan Fraser for sure. Why? Good guy, important guy. Oh, have you seen the mummy? <laughs> have you seen the mummy? I have. I don't want to see it again. Well, that's a travesty. But uh, no, he's a really good guy. I know him. Okay, he's no, a good guy. He's no, a good it's guy. it's it's. He's had a lot of shit happen to him. I think we've talked about it on here before. You probably would want Keanu there as well. I was just going to say that. I. I was going to change one of them to Keanu or add him to there's enough chairs at the dinner table. Okay. You know what we should do is three fictional characters you would want to that's for another time. Moving on. When you're sad and scared and hurting, how can I best help you in those moments? What do you want me to know in those times? All right. That's not what I thought was coming um well um what's the best way to help me sure what do do you want me to know how how can i help you what do you want me to know um just to be left completely alone done i will send you an avril lavigne song what's that i did that you probably blocked it out but when you were going through it, oh, I yes, sent yes. you that. <laughs> no, that was not that was not bad. That, it's not like uh, I you would. You said you were bawling. I wouldn't. It's not like I would balk at those things or be like, "Ugh, leave me alone." Not at all. But I'm just saying, like, I can. I just like to process things. Uh, I've felt that like it's better. I'm better off just like not talking about it. Not in like a denial way like oh, nothing's wrong with me no sir in just like a, i need to process this all in my head and i can't i just need to be able to like think about it and fine bye alone. and i will emerge <laughs> when i'm done mm. okay what about you you have to answer it now same Ugh. uh if i'm angry sad scared I don't know. I kind of turn into a very neurotic basket case if I'm scared. I kind of get really antsy and nervous and stuff. So I think I just need like somebody to. I usually just end up calling my mom. (laughs) And she and she tells me, you know. You're good. You're talking about scared, like physically scared, not like worried about something. My stuff is usually physically related to myself. Like I'm, I'm having a panic attack or something like that. Mm -hmm. Help me, help me, somebody help me. (laughs) And uh, I know I I have noticed one thing. If I can say something, (laughs) what's that? I have noticed something. If I can say something, hello. If you are upset about an an issue or something that's gone on, you, you very quickly jump to like you've all plotted some thing against me you're all like on it's automatically like you're on their side and you're against me and how dare you how dare you right now (laughs) i i've done the same thing but i'll be like i'll i'm gonna be a hundred percent on your side on something and you're you'll be telling me that like no you're on their side and you in this and I'm hurt by that. And I'm going, I'm not on that their side. I'm on your side. Well, I don't know what you're I'm talking just about because I don't know what we're, just in what general. you're in reference. But, in general to If what? you're like scared or mad about like a if situation. If I'm scared, it's usually about my own body. Like I'm having hmm. a panic attack. I think I'm being scared about something. I don't know how you'd be plotting against that unless no. you're trying to murder me. I meant like when there's like a conflict. If there's a with conflict a p- with somebody, people. I don't normally have that. And if I do... 
Um, you don't automatically jump on my side sometimes. Yeah, and I will. <laughs> and I will cut you. Cut your face off. I think overall the the message is anticipate your needs and meet them. Meet them. No questions asked. Okay. <laughs> Next. Let's do a couple more here. Woo! What character qualities are you most proud of in yourself? <laughs> uh, character qualities? Yeah. You want me to say something good about myself? Say it about me. <laughs> and then I'll say it about you. No. Go, baby, and see if I'll, we're on the same page. I'll answer the question about myself. Then you do me. Character. <laughs> Realistic. Logical. Yes, let's go. I'm just saying it right now. Logical. I'm telling you. Okay. Yes, that's true. That's true. Um, rational. Um, All the good ones. All the fun ones. <laughs> I'm fucking around. I don't know how to say these things. You're. I will say like sacrificing for, for others. Yeah. Um, which is actually. <laughs> due to other issues right. yeah. and um whimsical oh my god translation um stuck in a fantasy land okay <laughs> gorgeous um here's mine <clears throat> loyal continue <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to thinking uh um trustworthy I have not seen that. Hey, where is this Amazon box from? What's that? I really didn't hear you. Okay. <laughs> uh, trust, trustworthy, loyal, you know, good. Good person. <laughs> wow, he doesn't think that's true. I'm just wondering why you don't have an your own answers prepared. Uh, look, I'm just picking these on a whim. There's a oh, hundred questions, and yeah, I'm just randomly that's right, that's selecting. Right, Those not... are desperate words of a loser. Wow. Okay. Oh, um, loser is one of mine also. That's a characteristic trait uh, of mine. Determined, I guess, too, maybe. Like, if I have something that I want to do, I'd really try to do it. Um, depending on what it is, of course. <laughs> That's gonna say. Yeah. That's that's true. If you want to do it, you will do it. And there's the other side of that too, which is like, <laughs> if, if I don't you, want to, no, I'm I was not gonna, doing no, it. No, what I'm trying to say is, if you want to do it, you will you will do it, even if you shouldn't, <laughs> even if I ask you not to. <laughs> okay, and uh, if God won't do it, it won't get done. Exactly. And if Amanda wants it, she'll have it. Excuse me. That is bullshit. And I'm talking about a business-wise or of like if the kids need something. Oh, sure. The hell are you talking about? I'm just trying to be funny for the podcast that's about cool, you. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, so those were qualities that we we're most proud of. And then where do you think you came by those character traits? Do you attribute any of it to your mom or dad? I can't believe you're going to make me give my parents a compliment. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it off. Jesus. No, no, no. I'll say. No, no, no. I'll, I'll say. I would say probably, I guess my dad was the same way. Um, He did it for other reasons, but uh, I guess it stuck. <laughs> so, I guess. I uh, think for just, me, Mom, honestly, Dad, I think um, seeing people being so irrational and illogical my whole life. Uh, was what made it stand out so much to me that that's how you should be. Oh, um, uh -huh. And then the the whole like putting others first, sacrificing for them is just a bunch of, you know, religious guilt stuff that's like you have to do this. But now I've turned it into something like as a good quality as opposed to like an, uh, an obedient thing or like something I have to do. Although sometimes it is that as well. And uh, trying to navigate that is a real exhausting task. What about you? Mom, dad, both. So you're going to probe me for my innermost thoughts, and you're going to give me nothing back. What the hell, man? Okay. Both of them. <laughs> it's the same answer. 
It's true. Nothing. It's true. I one more one question. Mo- one more. Starting now. Hold on. I'm sorry if you hear these papers rustling. I'm not prepared. I am doing this shit on a whim, and we are just going with the go-go. Jostling. <laughs> Very Stacks much of paper. so. Is there a question you have been longing to ask your partner, but you just haven't yet? Who do you think you are? <laughs> Reading the questions. Hmm, let me see if I can dig deep and think of one right now. Something that might that might ruin everything. Um, wow. <laughs> no, I'm trying to think of something <laughs> better and more entertaining and less um, debilitating. <laughs> I want to hear the real question. What What have you not asked me? That you've been wanting to. I haven't. Bullshit. I may have asked you this already, but you I haven't. don't remember the answer. On our honeymoon. Please were don't. Were you okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going through it. Be more specific because just... the whole time I was like, she's really regretting this. No, no. I was having like a ton of anxiety. Be more specific. That doesn't do it. <laughs> Well, if you really want to know, it's it's very embarrassing. But oh, I do remember I asked you this already. Well, <laughs> continue. If we're on the same page. Yeah. Swine flu was, was a big... I was going to say, let's say it on the count of three. <laughs> three, two, one. Swine flu. Actually, I think it was bird flu. Bird flu, swine flu. Who gives a shit? All the flus. It was... Okay. It was a thing back then, and I was nervous about it. And, and uh, we now, now know we're that here in COVID. That you were very nervous of <laughs> yes, it's right. Like I, always going to be something on the on your mind. Of, yeah, one hundred percent. If I could go back, I would. I would not have. I would have just been more carefree in that time. And I'm, I, if I feel bad that I wasn't, but it's not like I didn't enjoy it. But I was definitely like. The vibe, the vibe from this side, which means side, um, was that uh, instantly regretting getting married to me. No, I'm sorry about that. No, I loved it. Loved um, every moment of it. But the... Sex was terrible. No. <laughs> no. No, I'm really... I was really nervous about the bird flu or the swine flu, whichever one it was. I was, I was really nervous about it. Like... I remember, I think we turned on the news at one point, or we turned on the TV at the hotel we were staying at in Carmel, and I think it, they said something about it, and I was like, and I oh. just like tensed up inside about it, and I was just kind of worried about it. And plus, like, before we got married is when my anxiety started like really kind of getting heavy ish mm-hmm. like after that car accident that we had oh yeah so going far from home was one of the things that like made me anxious so i think that was kind of part of it and on our wedding night we went to disneyland because i think my parents got us they got that tickets, for us as a uh tickets a and the hotel and we went to Disneyland, and we went to Main Street, and then we had to leave because I panicked. We I got freaked. down to Main Street. Yeah, and then I we think I, in and we I think I just felt out. really stupid. I was nervous about being in the hotel because it was up high, and that made me nervous. It was a lot of these things that you would not have admitted to then. You would have pretended like nothing was wrong, but now you would have been like, "I'm not doing that. I don't want to go up there," or "I'm nervous to go out there now." What about you? <laughs> now he's making me cry. <laughs> Why are you crying? No, I'm not. I'm not crying. It's just um... uh, the question every good husband asks their wife. Why are you crying? <laughs> just <laughs> solid <laughs> partnership here. No, I'm not crying, but um, I wish I didn't do that. Or I wish I could have just let myself go and just enjoyed Instead of being so freaked out and, I still you know, tell myself that no, all the time. I, I can't. Nothing cry. happened. Nothing bad happened that I thought was going to happen. Mm-hmm. We, we, I could have just completely. I, I don't know. Looking back now, I'm like, though. I, I wish so many things 
more different. I mean, not between us, but in my head, you know. Oh, same. And I still have that all the time. So many Well, you never went to the jazz kitchen and then cried and had to go eat on the bottom floor in the bar. Well, actually, yeah, you did do that. <laughs> you I'm were with me. I'm pretty sure that was the date we were on. <laughs> no, I'm saying like you didn't actually do that, but you were there. Yeah, there were many times where we would, you would plan something to do. You I would planned, go out and then you would want to leave immediately. Yeah. I. We would fight about that That's anxiety, baby. Because, it, yeah. Yeah, so I don't I, know why. I, I've I, been I would there know, before. I would know how it was going to go. Mm-hmm. So I'd be like, let's not even try to do that. But I, but see the way that I am, I, I, in, I'm in my head, I am picturing myself doing it and it's, and I'm fine and I want to be that way. And then when I get there, just something just won't let me. And then then I just get myself upset all over again. But I, I want to try because I really want to get to that other side and be fine Mm -hmm. And then sometimes I'm, I just I not. I completely relate to that with like opportunities, or I I have I have passed on so many opportunities or like possibilities of like if I could just not be embarrassed. I mean I have crippling anxiety for tons of stuff, but more for me the biggest fear is like humiliation and embarrassment. So it's like so many things I wouldn't let myself just go do just because of like the possibility of being humiliated or embarrassed. I just had in my mind, there's this thing of like, there could be a room of a hundred people dancing. This is just an example. I don't really have a desire to dance. And in my mind, I go, just get up and dance. Everybody in the entire room is dancing. Mm-hmm. And then right before I can finally get the courage to do it, my head goes, as soon as you do your dance, your first move, there's going to be a record scratch. Everyone's going to turn and look and go, what do you think you're doing? And I would say, I'm dancing like everyone else. And it's like, yeah, but you don't get to do this. So with acting, writing, music stuff, even, even being very good at playing music at one point in time, still going like, I can't do that. Because as soon as I do, everyone's going to go, wait, what do you think you're doing? I go, I just thought I was going to do what everyone else is doing. No, not you. You can't do it. You can't be here. So I've been held back my whole life with those fears. But um, your turn. I don't have any questions. I ask you questions all the time. That's very true. <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> Try to think of something I'm th- that you never thinking. thought of before. That I've never thought of before. I don't know if that's possible, but um, let's see. No, I don't want to ask it because I don't want to know the answer. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you kidding me? No. Are you ever going to tell people how you really feel or think about things? I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> that's a great question, and the answer is no. <laughs> Just because you don't want any type of conversation or back and forth with it or? That's, it's mostly that. Some of it is like nervousness, but mo- but majority of it is I don't think I owe anybody the details of my personal life. You know what I mean? Like right. most people want to purge that and like get it off their chest. But uh-huh. I think for more of a like shock shock you upset you dunk on you way Mm -hmm. and i have no desire to do that i i don't see how one i don't want to have a conversation because like i have no desire to try to change someone else's mind yeah and i don't definitely don't want them trying to change mine so it wouldn't be up for debate it would only make things more uncomfortable so i wouldn't get anything if i don't think it would do any good to be like, this is what, what I believe. You wouldn't get anything out of it. It wouldn't no, be satisfying and I don't you. have any desire for them to know that, or I don't think like they have any right to know my personal whatevers. I don't have any desire to be like, I need to get this off my chest because I, I don't care, because I don't care what others, like people think or believe. I wish they didn't believe those things, but I have no desire. It's not going to, you're not going to get my energy to try to change you. Like that's your job. Mm-hmm. change yourself if you don't want to be better or if you want to stay in that place or have 
those ideals. And honestly, as much as I hate to say, like, I disagree with, if I, even if I disagree with you vehemently, and I think you're like wrong and almost just a terrible person for what you think, it's still subjective. Some yeah. th- Those people think they're just as right and justified and moral in their, I don't know why I'm saying those people. <laughs> like, I'm not giving any context. Right. I'm saying people who are like, disagree with me who have like the opposing ideas and opinions and beliefs they 100% think that they're in the right and what could I say they could convince them of otherwise I think they're dead wrong I don't want to associate with them I won't give them a pass but if I don't want them trying to tell me what to think and whatever then I can't try to tell them as much as I hate what they stand for it's not that, not not even that it's not my place. It's just that no one's ever had their mind changed by someone telling them they're wrong. And it's not worth my time. And I would get nothing out of being like, here, here's my, here's how I disagree with you on all this stuff. Um, I don't need that shock value. You know, the wisest person in the room is usually the one who says nothing, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I wouldn't get anything out of it. I wouldn't feel like relief or... It doesn't matter to me what they know about me or what people know about me or what I, and it's probably, that's probably kept me from doing more things too. As I mean, I put myself out there and make an idiot of myself on the internet, but like there's so much that I don't post because I'm like, if I put all these opinions and ideals and beliefs and whatever out there, I'm a either screaming at a wall or preaching to the choir neither do anything. So if, if I put this out there, even though I still do sometimes, cause it's just like, I can't, you either agree with me or you don't. And it's not that I don't want them to know or I'm embarrassed or I don't want to start anything. It's just that they're not worth my time. Forcing your opinion on people doesn't change things. Legislation changes things. You know, if you want to get, get way off of what this podcast is about. What about the people that say you have to be having these uncomfortable conversations? Um, I think that's, I don't think you have to be, if you want that, like, um, closeness with someone, if you want that intimacy and that Mm -hmm. transparency with people and you want to be like, if you are wanting their respect and you're, if you're that type of person who like, I want them to know what I think and I want, need them to respect it and I want to be that fully transparent, then sure. But I've never felt, I've never felt that I've always felt like I'm, got my sh- shit and I and I don't care like I, there's so I've so many people who like come from where I come from and believed or did whatever I did in my first half of my life and they get out of it like I did but all they do is turn around and then continue to stare at it 24/7 and it's yeah. like we got out of prison well you kind of do that too and I hate it and yeah. I always tell myself like look I was a captive to this thing for 20 something years. I finally got out of it. Why the fuck am I going to stand outside the prison and, and look at it for the rest of my life? One, I was, I was, uh, 20 something years of my life. Uh, it had, it had me held captive as a participant. Why am I going to spend the next 30 years of my life held captive by it as a critic of it? Like, yes, I will do anything in my power to like stand against it, but I'm not going to spend my time. I'm not going to dedicate any more time to this thing that already took so many years from me. And I know, I know it's hard because it's like, I want that time back, but I see so many people obsessed with what I'm talking about is like the church and faith and all that stuff obsessed with it, who have left it, aren't a part of it anymore, but their everyday life is consumed by still. It's just in a different way. Yes. It's just, they were a participant of it. They were supportive of it. Now they're critical of it and on the outside of it, but you're still daily life is consumed by the church, by your faith, by all this stuff. I'm like, man, as soon as I get out of that prison, I'm running for the coast. Like I'm not going to fucking, I was, I was inside the cell. I got out. Why am I going to turn around and put my arms back through the bars from the other side Mm -hmm. and just stare back into the cell? Like, it's cathartic sometimes to go back there like once a year and like spit on it 
and <laughs> try to orchestrate maybe a, some sort of arson, metaphorically speaking. Right. But I'm not fucking hanging out in the lawn. And like I see so many people doing it. I'm like, you're, you're still giving your entire life to this thing. Only now you're not getting anything back from it. And it's not, that's not the same as going through like deconstruction and deconversion and like therapy. That's not what I'm talking about. Do all that. I'm doing that all the time. I mean, not seeing a therapist about it, but like, you know, what I can. Right. I'm just talking about like being obsessed with like what the church is doing still. It's like, man, let's just fucking burn it down and go. Not literally. <laughs> not literally. But yeah, so I don't care anymore. Like my, my goal was when I can get out, I'm going to get out and I'm never going to look back. And I don't want to be thinking about it. I don't want to be focused on it. And maybe I'm running from it. Maybe I'm deflecting. And that's probably true. But uh, fun. Feel you. <laughs> that concludes. And side note, I know everyone knows, but my throat. I just I thought you were going to say, stop. we're pregnant oh as a joke. Oh, my God, no. I don't even joke about that. That would be a nightmare, My friends. throat. I got a throat thing. Look, when I laugh a lot, I don't know what happens. I just <clears throat> got to clear it. And uh, I hate it. Um, I think that's it for this week. So let's talk about things we've been enjoying. I think we did it at the beginning. I think we always do it at the beginning. But let's recap. I don't think we're doing this Anything right. else? No, we're, of course we're not doing it right. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not liking anything right now unless I've already spoken about it. And that's what I like. Um, do with that what you will. Is there anything you're looking forward to? Well, I have a dentist appointment on Friday and I have to get a cavity filled. And I'm not looking forward to that. Okay, I can tell you that right now. I wouldn't be either. So I'm know. looking forward to um, 3 p.m. on Friday because my appointment's at 1.30. Perfect. And hopefully your mouth is not as numb. It will be. And for as long as the hand was. Oh, God. I'll tell you something I am ex- I uh, am sort of obsessed with. And I've never talked about this. And I'll make it brief if I can. Wow. Go to Dairy Queen. Yes. Please, I will. So I guess I can't make this brief. There's a thing I've been getting at Dairy Queen for um, a long, long time, since junior high, it's called a, well, at the time, when it's, it's had a few different um, Name evolutions. Changes. Okay. First time I got it was, it was called a Misty Freeze. Oh, no, no, no. Fuck. <laughs> it's called a Blue Raspberry Float. And okay. what it, uh, I went there with someone else and they ordered it and said, you got to try this. This is what I always get. You remember Slushy? Mm-hmm. So it's that. It's a slushy, but there's a big shoot of vanilla ice cream down the middle. So it's like a root beer float, but except, instead of root beer, it's slushy. It's the slushies. And it's my favorite, and I've always gotten it. I love that for you. And you okay. know what? But just recently, a few months Yeesh. back, I'm almost there. Okay. And so what I would do is you could either um, eat it with a spoon, you wow. get some of the slushy, get some of the ice cream, or... You can do what I would do half of the time, which is mix it up and drink it with a straw. Like So it's like a milkshake with slushy. And I prefer blue raspberry, but they have watermelon and they have grape. And I think they have strawberry, but blue raspberry is really where it's at. It's all up to whatever your preference is. But during quarantine, we went there and I looked at the menu for the first time, which I never do. I always just order the blue raspberry float. And I saw on there that it's actually called a misty freeze. And they knew what you were talking about yes. this whole time. Yes. And I said, give me the Misty Freeze. If you order it as a Misty Freeze, it comes pre-mixed. Right. And when you do that, they put more ice cream and it's thicker. So you have to tell your, you have to decide, do I want it the super thick mixed version? And if that's the case, you order a Misty Freeze. If you want it separated where I can mix it at will and maybe use a spoon then maybe use a straw later... You're going to want to order the Blue Raspberry Float from Dairy Queen. Go off, king and queen. Okay, well, I am really enjoying the frozen hot chocolate at Dairy Queen. It's great. Thank you. Piggybacking off of my Dairy Queen thing. Okay, sure, yeah. Well, yeah, you were talking about Dairy Queen, so I figured I'd throw out my shit, too. That's going to do it. Let's wrap it up. 
let's find out what our kids are fighting about right now. There is no telling. I appreciate you. I love you. Thank you to uh. all the loyal listeners. Hey, talking please. to you. I'm talking to you too. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Wild.